Well, good morning, Wellspring Church. I hope you're doing well. And I hope today that you are encountering some of what God has for you in our Family of Faith series. And for those of you that don't know me, my name's Carl, and it's my absolute privilege today that I get to bring the Word of God to you. And as David has already mentioned, we are in the book of Hebrews. So we're looking at the Hall of Fame of Faith. And today I want to bring to you one of those Bible characters that we find in this Hebrews 11 passage. And I want to unpack a little bit for you today. So today we're going to be talking about Joseph and how by faith we can inherit God's promises. And first of all, I just want to take you on a journey on how by faith Joseph was able to inherit what God had for him. So what we find in Hebrews 11.22 is this. It says, by faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and he gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. Now, Joseph had such an interesting journey from uh, being a slave to being a prisoner to prime minister. Why on earth would the writer of Hebrews decide to put this snippet of his life? Why the, the dying scene? Why has this made it in to the Hebrews 11 kind of hall of faith fame? And I want to share that with you today. Why? What the writer was thinking. And to understand this, I need to take you all the way back to Genesis and just give you uh, an overview of a couple of promises that Joseph had, not only to inherit God's promises for himself, but also for his family. So what you all know in Genesis 17 from 7 and 8, Abraham receives this promise about God being their father and about going into the promised land that's given to them. And I want to take you a little bit forward as well. And this is where I want to drill down into. It's Genesis 48, 21. And it's actually Jacob's blessing or Jacob's promise to Joseph. And it says, this is what Jacob is saying. He's saying, God will be with you, Joseph. God will take you and your family back to the land of your fathers. And Joseph wanted to inherit God's promise, not only just for him, but for his family. So what was his response to this? What was his response to the blessing or the promise that Jacob, his father, had given him? And that was to receive and inherit by faith. The next text that I'm going to read to you is what the, the writer of the Hebrews is talking to us about. So we're going to go into Genesis chapter 50, 24 through to 26. And this is what it says. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And Joseph made the Israelites swear an oath. And hear, hear this. This is what I really want you to, to kind of open your ears to. God will surely come to your aid and then you must carry my bones up from this place. So jo Joseph died at the age of 110. After they embalmed him, he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. Now, why is this so important? Why is this passage so key to the Hebrew scripture? I want to pull out two parts for you. Remember, I said I want you to listen to this bit. There's two parts I want to just talk to you about today. And it is God will surely come to your aid. That is you today at home. Just as God come to the aid of the Israelites and Joseph and his family, God will come to your aid. And also Joseph's statement of then you must carry my bones from this place. 
And I'm going to start with, God will come to their aid. That's what it says in the, in the passage here. And why did God come to their aid? Because he is faithful and because of his promise to his people, a promise to his family. And Joseph knew uh, at 110 before he was about to die, the story wasn't over because God has always been faithful. Joseph wasn't content with staying in Egypt. Even though he physically was in Egypt, his heart, his faith was all about inheriting God's promise for him and his family in the land of Canaan. And hear me, let me paint you a picture now. So Joseph was in a good place. Uh, Joseph uh, was, was like a prince. The, the Pharaoh had given him the best piece of land in Egypt. It was fertile. It was, it was brilliant. You could say that Joseph was living the dream. However, he knew what God had for him was way, way better, was God's best. It was a lot more Um, fruitful than what he could ever have in Egypt. And this is why his heart was in Canaan, although he was physically in Egypt. He knew by faith and he knew that God's heart was for him and the promise that God had for Joseph and his family would, and hear me, it would come to pass. So by faith, he took a hold of God's promises, knowing God will surely come to his aid and his family's aid. And so much so, he made his family repeat back to him the promise that he made them swear on. So he made them repeat back. He said, repeat back to me the promise. And there is a reason for this. There is a real prophetic reason. He wanted them to be mindful of God's promises. And he wanted to stir their faith to inherit what God had, not only for Joseph, but for his family. And this was a, a serious oath. Okay, so these these last words of a dying man, okay, he was so sure that God would come to their aid. He made them swear an oath. And it's not like when your kids come home now, like, I swear I've done my homework, I swear I did the dishes, I swear I've done this. No, no, these, these weren't just wishes. This oath was a covenant. It was a serious thing. And there was there was ramifications, there was consequences if the covenant wasn't honoured. So Joseph made his family repeat back that oath. And then we we read in the passage that his bones are actually carried up from that place. Joseph wasn't buried because of God's promises. So Joseph wasn't buried in Egypt because of God's promises. And his coffin lay above ground for 400 years. This is why the embalming is so important, that his coffin was there for 400 years. And I know my maths isn't great. Some of you have seen me hosting. I can't even minus 20 off 2,000. But I've looked into this. And the only way I can kind of picture uh, 400 years is to think back to the Great Fire of London in 1666. That is how long that coffin laid above ground. And that faith that Joseph had not only changed him, but it also changed others for generations to come. Joseph cared so much about the inheritance of others, so much so that he put his faith, he put his everything into God's promises. This was a witness to all of Israel that they were going back to the promised land. The things that God had promised would come to pass. Imagine just a child of Israel seeing Joseph's coffin and saying, why isn't, why isn't this buried? Why is it still above ground? That is when faith spoke its loudest. By faith, they were going to inherit what God had for them 
just as God had promised. And even though Joseph would never see the lands, even though he would never actually see it with his eyes, he had faith to inherit God's promise for him and God's promise to take his family into the promised land. So by faith, when the exodus did happen, Israel, they carried his bones. Imagine that. Imagine, you know, after 400 years and they're getting ready to go into the promised land that the exodus is happening and they pick this coffin up and they carry it through where um, the Red Sea is parted and they're carrying this coffin on their shoulders. Just imagine that. And for me, that brings back some memories of uh, a couple of weeks ago. I I had the real privilege to carry uh, my granddad's coffin at his funeral. And during that time, uh, we, we were chatting about the good stories, the bad stories about my granddad, the stuff he'd spoken over us, you know, the cheeky stuff that, that he'd done. And I could go, actually, I can relate to that. So he was a military man and uh, he was able to steal his commanding officer's car and return it without his, his commanding officer ever finding out. I may or may have not done the same thing. So it was such a good time where we could, we could talk and we could laugh and we could mourn and we could cry. So imagine that. Imagine the Israelites carrying this coffin of Joseph, hearing these great stories from a man of faith. Also hearing how God come through in the bad times for Joseph, not just the good. Okay, so I want to encourage you today that when we live by faith and not by sight, we trust God to speak into the good things as well as the bad things. Imagine the scene when they finally get to the promised land. Joseph inherited God's promise for him and his family and his bones were finally buried. And you can find that in Joshua 24. And this is a real profoundness for us today, that God is choosing those bones as a symbol of promise, a symbol of hope, of bringing the dead to life. So what does that mean for us today? And let me ask you a question. Can we, by by faith, say that we are inheriting God's promises for us? Because as I prayed through this, as I spent some time, I really felt the Lord say to me, I believe some of you at home today have given up on inheriting God's promises. I believe some of you today have just stopped believing, you've stopped the faith, you've stopped fighting, you've you've just become tired, you've just perhaps waited too long. Can I just be real and vulnerable with you right now? I have those same uh, issues. I suffer with the same things. You know, there's times where I'm really disappointed. There's times where I've got heartbreak. There's times where I'm doubting him. So what does that mean? Perhaps today, some of you have just settled and become content in Egypt because life is comfortable. Life is good. Life is okay at the moment. But I just want to challenge you this morning that you are being deceived because what you have is not God's best. What you have, okay, is contentment. It's the enemy saying, you don't need God's best. You don't need the promised land. Look at you now. Look what you've got. Can I encourage you that that is a lie and only to to take a hold of and grab God's promises, what he has for you. What is he saying to you? What is his promise for you today that you can inherit? Because we know Joseph could have just ended up as a prime minister. But by faith, by faith, he wanted the fullness of God's promise. He wanted the fullness of it. And how does faith start? 
And we've already heard this morning about Jesus telling us uh, about a parable of a mustard seed. And that, that seed grows into a tree. And just like the life of Joseph, okay, you see him grow in faith. You see him grow stronger and stronger in faith. And faith starts as that tiny, teeny, teeny mustard seed. But when we harbour it and we look after it and we feed it, it's going to grow. And roots are really strong things. The stronger the roots, the deeper they go, actually the higher the branches will go. And the reason for that is as the roots go deeper into soil, they're getting all the good nutrients. They're getting refreshed, which enables them to grow. And I don't know if you've ever tried uh, digging up a tree root. I tried with one of my mates in the summer. He asked me to do fencing. Um, so I went and I was like, yeah, sure. Didn't know what I was getting myself into. And we got the, got the shovels out and we're, we're digging away. And these roots were solid. You could not get through them. And I know I'm massive. I got even more massive after uh, doing a 12-hour stint of trying to dig these roots out to lay some fence panels. It took us, as I say, 12 hours just to get six holes dug because the roots were so, so strong. And I want to encourage you today with a prophetic picture. As the branches grow, as the roots go deeper, the branches will grow over walls. And the walls are the challenges that we see today. So by faith, when we go deeper, we will grow and we will rise above the challenges that we see. We will go over the walls of hardship. We will grow over the walls of ill health. We will grow over the walls uh, of financial struggle. We will grow over the walls of fear and anxiety and depression. And whatever you're facing today, the deeper you go with God, the more you will grow and the more your branches will overcome. You are overcomers today. And the real seed of faith doesn't just bear a tree in our lives. But can I encourage you, it goes beyond our lives, just as we see in the story of Joseph. And I want to ask you a question. Does a tree outlive a man or a man outlive a tree? And what do I mean by that? Because faith, right, is kingdom related. Okay, it's not the just now, it's not the 80 years or however many years we have on this earth, it's not a just now, but by faith, our sons and daughters will inherit God's promises for us. By faith, it doesn't just affect this generation, but it affects the generation after and after and after. Those great, 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 great grandsons and great, great, great granddaughters, that by faith is what we're inheriting for them. So can I encourage you by faith this morning to have hope in God for the promises that he has for you to inherit. By faith, can I encourage you during our response time this morning and throughout our, our family of faith series, can I just, can I implore you, can I say, come on, come with me. Let's rekindle our faith for the promises that we've put down. Let's rekindle the faith. Let's rekindle the promises that God has for our children. By faith, Ask God today to come to your aid. Because time and time again, we see in scripture that he is faithful to his people. And who are his people? You, Wellspring family, are his people. Ask him to come to your aid today. By faith, choose to believe and inherit God's promises for you and the generations to come. Joseph is now buried in the promised land. Are you today buried in the heart 
of God's promise. So I'm going to say that again. Joseph's now buried in the promised land. Are you today buried in the heart of God's promises? Beyond Joseph's life, he was still expecting and waiting in faith to inherit what God had promised. Can I encourage you today, don't let the good or contentment of now keep you from the best that God has for you and for your kids and the generations to come. And how do you do that? Can I just say, during our response time, can I just present a very simple uh, prayer that you would focus yourself on Jesus, who is the faithful one, Hebrews says he's the chief of our faith. He's the accomplisher of our faith. This is the Jesus that come to earth. He died for you. He went to the cross. He rose three days later so you could be in relationship with the Father to inherit eternal life, to inherit everything that he has for you. Can I encourage you today to focus on Jesus, the author? Can I encourage you to focus on Jesus, the one who loves you? and has promises for you and your family to inherit. And remember, by faith, the mustard seed doesn't stay the same. It grows, it develops, it overcomes. Remember, by faith, don't settle in Egypt, but by faith, inherit the promised land. Just like God was faithful to Joseph, he is faithful to you today and your family. He is forever faithful to deliver on his promises that he has for you. So would you simply just come along a journey with me and say, by faith, will we place our hearts in the promised land and not become content in Egypt? I'm praying for you, I love you, and I just bless you now in the name of Jesus and say, by faith, go and inherit God's promises for you. Amen. Amen.